Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, and dreaming big, and creating life fully. I'm Jean Marie. And I'm Haley. And we are so happy to be here with you guys again. We're so happy. We love podcasts. We do. And it seems like it's been a while since you recorded one. It hasn't been that long, but it seems like a long time. Mm, It has seemed like a long time. And we've had such amazing feedback Mm. from our podcast. And people have been writing really kind and sweet reviews. And we're really, really grateful. It's been such an exciting journey. It has been so fun. And we are... um, on this podcast, starting to wrap up our Love Your Belly movement segment. Yes. And so we're excited to be here and be talking about Love Your Belly again and excited about what we're moving into next. So mm-hmm. stay tuned on our, as we're coming, we'll probably have this one and one more, and then yes. we'll move into what's next for She Inspires. And we can't wait to share it with you guys. Yes. And we're excited to be here today. We're here with one of our very good friends who we know through yoga, and um, she has requested to remain anonymous on our podcast mm-hmm. today because she wants to. And that's what we're about with people is letting them... Be how they want to be. Mm-hmm. So I'll have her come on and say hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Mm, we're so happy to have you. We are so happy to have you. And we, um, I would just love for you to tell everyone just a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like give them a, like a grounding on why you wanted to be here. What brought you here. I'll just tell you guys, she requested from us multiple times that she wanted to yes, be involved. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Keep requesting. We want all the people to bold request, <laughs> request us all the request. time. <laughs> and we're like, yes, absolutely. Like come be involved in the love your belly movement. Come be involved in our podcast. So we're just thrilled to have you here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. And um, yeah, the reason I wanted to be on this podcast and the reason I'm so inspired by both of you is that this movement started like right when I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've never really shared my story with people and I really wanted to because I realized that what I have to say may resonate with some people or may help other people not feel alone. Um, and so, yeah, when I was, um, I'll just kind of start off saying my story that mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I developed an eating disorder and you know, throughout my life, like I've had ups and downs with that. And up until about nine months ago, I made the decision to seek out help to get treatment for it. And even in treatment, there's been weeks where I really want to quit. And um, so this movement actually started on, I'm going to get a little emotional, Mm -hmm. on one of the weeks where um, I just really didn't want to do it anymore. And Mm -hmm. It was so inspiring to to see a movement start that was um, that was really going for everything I want, right? Like I um, am am for women like being empowered and loving their bodies the way they are, and um, yeah. And so I remember like the week I was really struggling and just wanted to get out of treatment y'all started this movement and I saw the post on Instagram and I was so inspired and I really wanted to join and just be part of it. And it gave me the like motivation and like fuel to keep going and to know that like anything that's worth it in life is going to be a struggle and Mm -hmm. maybe hard at times, but that doesn't mean it's not worth it to um, keep going. And so 
having the community to support me, mm-hmm. um, even when you guys didn't even know you were supporting mm-hmm. me, was um, was just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're so brave. You're so brave. Like, that's the word that keeps coming to mind to me right now mm-hmm. is just so brave because I know I can relate to moments of... I like despair or feeling like it's not going to get better and it'd just be easier to give up, especially with my body and in many areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's so touching to me that, that you share this with us because there are times with Love Your Belly where I think, are, is this making a difference for anyone? Like, is it? Yeah. And I like have those moments where I'll doubt myself or I'll doubt this and then generally very quickly snap out of it and be like, no, you know what? It's, there's a, there's something bigger that's occurring here for me, for our community, for our whole love your belly community, for our whole, she inspires community. Mm -hmm. And so hearing it from you and hearing that it was so touching for you at a time when you needed it most, just like, like my heart just burst wide Mm -hmm. open and it just makes such a difference for me. So, um, Thank you for being here and for sharing that vulnerably. And it is so brave. Right. No, it's it is so brave. So courageous. And this is something that um <clears throat> that we didn't know how it would be received. Mm-hmm. And having the support that we have found through this movement has been way more than we could have ever imagined. And it, it encourages us to keep going. And it encourages us us to open up even more, like us to share more of our story and then therefore hope that others will share their story and just connect through it. Because like Kaylee's saying, she's already connecting to you in your story and I'm connecting to you in your story. And we knew each other. And this is such mm-hmm. a deeper connection. And I know that I sent you this message a while ago and I want to bring it back up there have been so many times when I have looked at you and looked at your practice and looked at your body and thought to myself, gosh, she has it all together. Why do I not have it all together? She's able to go on fabulous runs and take a powerful <laughs> yoga class. And <laughs> yeah, but you guys know, Gina yeah. Marie doesn't run. I don't run. She doesn't run. No. So that's why that's so important and to her. She is a, <laughs> and she's such a fast runner. I've seen her on the trails just sprinting like a gazelle. And it's it's so unbelievably helpful and healing for me to know that you struggle the same way I struggle and that there are days when you feel really fantastic. And there are Mm -hmm. days when you feel really, really low Mm -hmm. and that you are, that I'm not alone in having struggles with food and having struggles with over exercising or whatever it might be. So thank you for sharing. It means so much to me. And I know it means so much to Haley and Yeah, I just um, got back from Nicaragua, Mm -hmm. being I was in Nicaragua for a week last week, Mm -hmm. leading a retreat with Big. And on the retreat, one of the women on the retreat at dinner openly shared about how she almost did not sign up to go because of her fear of being in a bathing suit. Oh, yeah. Like her fear of being in a bathing suit around other people and around Mm -hmm. other people that she that mattered to her. Mm-hmm. And that she wanted to be with and make a difference for was like, um, it was almost like over here, what I heard in it was, you know, and she is this 
beautiful, strong, powerful, very successful woman, very intelligent, capable, wonderful woman. And I remember I literally sitting right across from dinner for her and was like, oh my gosh, like that is something that connects her and I, because Mm -hmm. I have had those same, those same feelings in my life where I have said, I'm not going to the pool today because I don't want to be in a bathing suit Mm -hmm. today. Or I am not going to go on the weekend trip because I don't feel comfortable in a bikini for how my body looks right now. Right. And it resonated so powerfully with me in that moment, again, affirming, you know, it's important for us to have conversations about that Mm -hmm. because I feel like when we get it out here and we start talking about it, something like that seems silly. And yet it's not in the Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. Like in the moment, it is the realest, scariest thing that we can, we can face sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, as women specifically looking at, I have this phenomenal week long trip available to me in Nicaragua or I stay at home and hide. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, go ahead. Well, this reminds me. So, it's so funny that you mentioned that. So the the thing that kind of broke me that made me seek out treatment was when I went to a Baptiste training in New York, level one. And it took me forever to sign up for that because I was so uncomfortable with the fact that I wouldn't have control of my schedule and my mm. food and my physical activity that I was letting that keep me from going. And I realized it was like, I decided probably a week before that I was going to go on this. Um, and I realized then that, that that was the thing that was keeping me back. And that if that was keeping me back from going on a retreat or a training, then it was definitely something mm-hmm. I should do. Mm-hmm. And that getting outside of my comfort zone in that way was going to open up something for me. Mm-hmm. And it did. You know, it was like that was what made me realize like when I was there – I don't want this anymore. Like I don't want my um, struggles to keep me from living my life, from being in things that I really want to do. Was it challenging? It was. Being there because of that? I'll say there were moments where it was challenging, but it actually, like, it was fine. Mm. Like I was able to do it. And I was surrounded by people who were supporting and loving. And um, I think – just even that, like, I mean, there were moments then when um, we did a lot of yoga, so I'm sure that also kind of right. helped, mm-hmm. but, um, and the food was, like, relatively healthy, but even then, I mean, it was definitely out of my comfort zone, and it was good to leave there knowing that, like, hey, I survived, like, I didn't die, I was fine, you know, it's okay to give up control. Mm. So. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because that's been something that's kept me from doing it, is my routine, my eating, my physical activity, my control. Ultimately, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's definitely something that's kept me from doing it. And it's something that for a while I was saying like, oh, I just don't know if I want to go to that. <laughs> that just doesn't seem like anything I stand for. And I'll never forget our teacher, Nancy, also um, the owner of the studio that we teach at. I'm telling her this one day and, um, and she's like, 
okay, so why do you think that you are not interested in Baptist training? And I was like, I just don't know if I believe in everything that they're saying there. I just don't know about the scheduling and I don't know about the location. I don't even know where I would sleep. Da, da, da. And she says, okay. And so, you know, elaborate more on that. And I was like, well, I just, I don't know. I just don't know if Baptiste is the style that I really connect with. I want to connect with their styles. And she said, Jean Marie, you're wearing a Baptiste shirt right now. You are so all about Baptiste. You are probably, when I think of someone who like loves the physical practice, you would be like the top two people that I would think of. And yet you're sitting here. She's like, I hear you. And I'm not saying that I don't hear you and I don't understand where you're coming from. She was like, but I also know that there's something else getting in the way. And, and she was right. And there's, there's quite a few things that were getting in the way. Um, and there's, when I think about like other opportunities in my life, like I know I've shared this with Haley before I'm going on a Italy trip with my husband and with my parents. Okay, wait, you're Let's supposed talk about to be going on your honeymoon. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Gina Marie's like, yeah, Ram and I are going on our honeymoon. And I was like, that's amazing. Where are you going? She's like, well, we're going here. And then my parents are meeting. And we're like, wait, what? This sounds like a family vacation. We that's kind hilarious. of invited them. And they kind of just jumped on. And my mother listens. So we're so happy you're going, Mom. And um, You are. You have never once... And there's been no complaints about it over here. It's just so excited. It's her family's funny, going. It's just right? funny that on their honeymoon, the whole family's going. <laughs> oh my God. I know. <laughs> so typical of me. Um, and so we're going on this trip and I'm already thinking, I'm already getting a little anxiety around the fact that I'm not in my normal routine. I'm not going to be able to have my powerful flow class every the day. The Baptiste yoga that yes, you love so much. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to be able to completely watch what I'm eating. It's Italy. There's bread and wine mm-hmm. everywhere. And Pasta and yeah. cheese. And gelato. I, I've mm-hmm. just come to terms with recently, very recently. I told my mom this and I told Rob this. I said, when we go to Italy, I am going to allow myself to have whatever I want, to do whatever I want and to not put the stress on myself. And I said, it's going to be really challenging. It's going to be really hard for me. And I cannot let that get in the way of me enjoying my trip, me enjoying my life. I I can't let it get in the way anymore because in the past it has. So I'm just putting my foot down. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. This is, um, and I say that knowing that it's really taking something for you to do that for yourself. Exactly. And I'm so glad that you are. Because I, I know, like, I over here know you're going to go and have the best time. Mm-hmm. And especially if you allow yourself to indulge and exactly. love life and be with your husband and your parents mm-hmm. and the whole family. <laughs> is that the experience um, is going to be what is such a big thing for you. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that resonates with me too is like holding myself back when especially on vacations or time with family. And it's, um, when I, you know, have ordered the grilled fish and steamed veggies and there's nothing wrong with grilled fish and steamed veggies at certain times. And when I want to be with my, so there's something in Wisconsin called Friday night fish fry. It's like a thing every Friday night is fish fry and you go out, everyone goes and you eat fried fish 
French fries, right? With like all the things, beer, wine, all the drinks. But it's a it's a community event. Like everyone in Wisconsin knows, oh, Friday night fish fry, we're going. You don't order pizza on Friday night. You go to fish fry. Um, and I remember being there with my family one year and my whole, like my cousins, my aunts and my uncles. And, and I got grilled fish with steamed veggies instead of fried fish and French fries, which I didn't want that in the moment. Like I wanted to just be and enjoy the moment with my whole Scandinavian family and eat fried fish that night. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, if I needed to go either begin, continue eating healthy, continue supporting myself with exercise and doing all of that. But I remember being at dinner and like not having a very good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I had limited myself Mm -hmm. and because I hadn't listened to what I wanted in the moment and listening in a way that I know that that would support me, you know, that I knew that, that being with my family and, and enjoying the meal with them was what I wanted to do. And so I think there's always a, a balance between the supporting yourself through healthy eating and through healthy exercise and, and that, and knowing that for a week in Italy, you're going for a week, right? It's only, mm-hmm. it's one week mm-hmm. of your life it's in Italy is okay for you to indulge. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, that will feed your soul in a way that like that food can't. Like food is the medium to be there and enjoy your experience, Mm -hmm. but that your soul and your life will be so much more enriched from you taking out the concern. Right. Not fixating on it. Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a podcast earlier this week and, um, the woman who was on it was saying that for so long in her life, like she would get these horrible stomachs, stomach aches, and she would feel so bad because of the things that she was eating. Mm-hmm. So she took all those things out, right? And then she became obsessive. And then she developed an eating disorder, and all the stomach aches came back. And it was mm. the stress that was causing it this time around. Wow. Not the food, the stress, the anxiety that she would build up in her body where her body would just have to scream out. Mm-hmm. And um, I can totally relate to that at times in my life. Where I put such a um, fixation on and what a I was, yes, mm-hmm. putting in my body, and if I was working out or if I wasn't working out enough or whatever it was, where my body would react. I could mm-hmm. feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. So it's been, it's been something that I'm trying to be more aware of too. Is noticing that shift in my body when it is it is my stomach upset by something that I chose to eat or eat, or is my stomach upset about the stress that. I created around what I chose to eat. And I think that's really interesting that you say that because what I'm noticing now is um, even in like eating or not eating, like I ask myself, like, what are the reasons I'm choosing to eat something? Or Mm. what are the reasons I'm choosing to restrict something if I am restricting something? Right. So it's a lot about listening to my body and being like, okay, well, if I am craving fried fish, Mm -hmm. like, why am I not? My body's asking me for that. Why am I saying no? You know, it's not trusting my body to say, to like decide what it wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and in emotional eating, I think it's, well, what you were saying is like the restricting to control emotions. What I find is that the more restriction and control I try to put on my body, the more my body will react in a negative mm-hmm. way. If I just allow it to do what it needs and feels like it needs to mm. do, then 
everything goes okay. Yeah. You know? Um, and I also think it's fascinating that, and I don't think this is just like an eating disorder thing, but I think a lot of people, when their life is out of control or when they're stressed or whatnot, they turn to food and exercise because it is something we can control Mm -hmm. technically. Um, And so that's where I think finding other ways to manage, like whatever you're trying to manage with food, like whether that be yoga or meditation Mm -hmm. or walks or talking with people or whatnot, you know, finding a healthier way to manage whatever life brings, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before in in looking like health for me, and I am nowhere near an expert in any like in any you know I don't None have any fancy are. degrees or any extensive training on that. And from my own personal experience, is what has worked for me is looking at my health from a holistic view, so that you know if. If I do have a goal to lose weight, to be at a healthier weight for myself or a weight that I feel better at, looking at my health in a holistic way, okay, so am I eating the right things that nourish me enough? Because there's a level where we can deprive ourselves so much or eat so little that we're not actually supporting our bodies. And then am I exercising an amount that's appropriate for me? And then there's also, am I sleeping enough? Am I um, taking out the different stress in my life, either through work or through different relationships, through where I live, when I choose to drive in traffic in Houston, you know, like there are different things. I read something that was so interesting one time that, and I, this is like me a hundred percent. So a lot of times when I get stressed in traffic, it's because I'm in a hurry to get somewhere. And one of the biggest stressors on people a lot of times is not having enough time to get where they're getting. Mm. And so giving myself an extra 15 minutes to get somewhere eliminates that level of stress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I might get to meetings early or I might get to yoga early. And yet on my drive, I'm listening to music. Mm -hmm. I'm singing along or I'm listening to a podcast. Like it it eliminates that because, because the opposite when I'm running late and I know I'm like just going to sneak into yoga is I'm, I'm a Bia on the road. (gasps) Like you get out of my way and I can feel it. And I feel like my heart's pounding and I'm grabbing the steering wheel and I'm swerving. (laughs) I know. In and out. And exactly. And I'm like going to yoga to be Zen or whatever. And I'm just the craziest on the road when I'm going to be late. Mm -hmm. And I notice it's only then. And so looking and seeing, okay, if I give myself an extra 15 minutes, I cut that stress out. And then how could that affect my whole health? Mm-hmm. And then like you spoke about meditation or, um, walks. Exactly. Gina exactly. Marie loves walks. I love a walk. Oh my she gosh. loves a good walk. It really clears my mind. So I great. love a, a good walk. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like it's a miracle and this could happen tomorrow, but it's a miracle that I haven't been pulled over yet when on my way to yoga <laughs> because I am just weaving in and out. I am flying down the freeway. I mean, I, I'm already an aggressive driver. I will tell you all that. It's just, I just am. I'm very aggressive on the road. <laughs> Put me with a time crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, monster. I turn into a monster behind the wheel. And most likely I'm going to yoga. Yes. Yeah. So I'm bringing that into the room with me. I'm starting on child's pose still as the monster. So yes. funny. I realized that, that most of the stress I release in yoga is the stress that I build up 
getting to you. <laughs> I'm like, what? It doesn't even make any sense. Oh but my gosh. So great. Yeah. Thank God we feel relieved at the end though. Right. You know, like so we need that power flow. Exactly. I then I can get it out and I can go on with my life and carry on and things are, are much better. Yes. No, I com- I completely agree. There are some some real stressors in my life and learning how to handle mm-hmm. them and how to better mm-hmm. support myself in in getting to wherever I'm going, not just on the road, but in mm-hmm. life too, whether it's setting myself up better with like a snack before yes. I have to mm-hmm. go somewhere. And I know that it's going to be a late dinner because my friends know I like to eat early dinners. I don't like to eat. It's a miracle I didn't eat right now. I'm going to after. <laughs> and I just like to have my my food because I get hungry and then I get cranky. So better setting up myself mm-hmm. for um, for success. Yes. And, I, you know, and what I've learned is that they can be simple things. Mm-hmm. Waking up earlier. Yes. Or leaving earlier. Yes. Or do it like... The last thing I want to do on Sunday is go to the grocery store. Gina Marie is so good at it. But I'm like, when I get, a lot of times on the weekends, I'm going, going, going. And so when I finally get home, I'm like, I just want to be home. Yes. And yet taking an hour, 30 minutes, whatever it might be to go to the grocery store and even get myself just eggs for breakfast or a couple of oranges or apples to have for snacks can change my whole week. Mm-hmm. It changed my whole week. Yes. so simple. Yeah. And you're setting yourself up for a good snack that's going to fuel you for the rest of your day. Yes, exactly. I did that today. I had a a meeting with one of my coworkers and I knew we met, we had one meeting from 10 to noon and then I knew we had another one that would go from probably like noon to one. And I sure did bring my little oranges, a little bag of granola because I have, have I have been off guard before I've been there and my focus is just not... Oh, not there. Yes. And that's what I think we talk about with, you know, looking at food and talking about food is it supports, if, you know, like if I can look at food as a way to support my life and fuel my life and fuel the things mm-hmm. I want to do, like my bigger commitment in that meeting is to be present with like my coworker. And if I haven't eaten, I'm not present and I'm short mm-hmm. and I'm looking at my watch. When am I going to be able to leave? Cause that means I can eat. Mm-hmm. And so Looking at food to fuel me and and support my bigger purpose in life, which is to be kind and supportive and support the people I work with in their own growth and development. I can't do that if I'm not eating. Right. Right. In a way that fuels me. Yes. And supporting ourselves in what we're living from now, which is love Mm -hmm. your belly movement. Mm -hmm. Really, truly loving your body exactly as it is. Absolutely. So where are you in your journey? Let's see. My journey. It's, I feel like it changes from day to day. Of course. It is so crazy. Um, Like I said, it's probably the hardest thing, but the best thing I've ever done Mm. for myself. And I'm learning a lot about myself. I think for me, where I'm at is learning to find balance between, because I love being physically active and I love eating healthy. I feel like those are parts of me. Um, but just learning to find a balance between that and enjoying life, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't like, I find that I have some, I sometimes have more stress about trying to figure out when I'm going to work out during the day. 
versus yes. just letting it go and being like, you know what? Like, I don't have to move today. I don't have to be physically active and just, um, you know, like. Not because you know you will anything. tomorrow exactly. or the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be fine if it's not planned out. And so for me, it's um, finding a balance. Yeah. Like having days where I'm physically active because my body wants to move versus forced movement or mm-hmm. having days where I go out to eat and I enjoy whatever I feel like eating that day and then, and not judging it or mm-hmm. um, yeah, just like finding the balance between being too healthy and then just like unhealthy, right? Yeah. So there's like that <laughs> normal part that's in between. So I'm just trying to find that. Um, and then also managing, so what I realized through treatment is that a lot of my eating disorder actually helps me manage anxiety. And so for me, I've always used food and exercise to manage that. Well, mm. what I'm working on also is finding other ways to manage that and then let food and physical activity just be other positive things in my life, not just like a coping yeah. mechanism, you know? Yes. So that's kind of where I'm at. But it's, What have you discovered so far? Or what are you dabbling in, I should say, exploring? Um, let's see. What I did it was so funny. So I met with my dietitian. So I have a dietitian and a counselor who are awesome. Um, they're really great because they, they know I'm really hard-headed, and <laughs> so they really work with me. But um, one of the things I did in, like, one of the first sessions with my dietitian is I made a list of all my fear foods, like, everything that's, like, on my no list. Yeah. And I've been working on eating everything on there. And so – and I'll eat it, and I'll eat it, like, several times, like, week after week. And what's happening, which is so awesome, is that I'm no longer scared or, like, mm. nervous about eating that food. Like, it was so silly. I mean, everyone's so into avocados, but before, I would not touch an avocado, right? Mm. Because of, I thought it would make me fat, right? Which is Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And so, just having, being able to add that back into my diet and finding out that I really do enjoy the flavor Mm. and it adds so much to my food, Mm. like, it's just been really freeing in a way. Yeah. And so, I'm still working on that. My list is getting shorter and shorter. That's awesome. Yeah. Job. So that's been good. Um, and then with physical activity, I'm working on taking more rest days. Yes. Um, and allowing that to be that's okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Allowing that to be it's fine. A real challenge for me. Yeah. A real challenge. So you coming here today, Haley and I went to yoga and you were planning to come with us and you chose to nap instead. Mm-hmm. That was amazing to me it was amazing to me and I'm so thankful that you chose that not only because I know it was what you needed and it allowed me to see that I can choose that some days and it's totally okay so that was awesome thank you for choosing that (laughs) (laughs) it is it's nice to have a day where I didn't sweat and like, I did something else. I have so much more free time. Yes. You know, even if it is just sitting on my couch and not doing absolutely anything. Yes. Yeah, I had that when I got back from Nicaragua. We got back on Sunday, and we left for the airport at 2 a.m. on Saturday. So we left, I guess, Sunday. Technically, that's Sunday yeah. morning. And had a long day of travel. Didn't get back to Houston until, like, after 6.30 p.m. And so I got in Sunday, and I was like, well, I'm going to unpack, go to bed. And then Monday, I taught yoga, and I was like, And this is one of my triggers. How I know is I was like, oh, I should practice. Mm -hmm. Like I tell myself I should do that. Like I'm, 
I should get on my mat and move. And it's like, you're saying what's so great is like asking yourself, okay, why, why am I saying that? Is it because my, like I want to move and my body wants to be physically active or do I just feel like I have to, mm-hmm. or I should, because I need to yoga every day or yeah. exercise every day. And I chose not to, I chose to go home and go to bed, which was great. And then Tuesday rolled around and the same thing happened. I was like, I should yoga. But everything in my physical body was telling me to rest and to stay home and to just relax. And so I did that too. And then today I yoga and it felt really good to get back on my mat. And though I knew my, like through listening to my physical body that I needed rest those days. And I needed to do that even though I, I really hadn't practiced that much yoga when I was gone because I was leading. So I did a lot of teaching and leading and logistics and I still knew through listening to my body that it wasn't that that rest trumped movement that day. Mm -hmm. And there are other days when movement will be the thing over resting or laying on the couch. My body will be like, no, it's it's time to move. It's ready Mm -hmm. to go. And it's, um, I think what I hear like from both of you that's so beautiful is like allowing yourself some grace Mm -hmm. and some space and freedom Mm -hmm. to, to create. And it's almost like, it's like space and freedom outside of the control of the schedule mm-hmm. or outside of what has to happen every day, allowing ourselves to break that mm-hmm. and to set ourselves free and knowing that it's okay to rest. Yeah. I actually had, it was such a big breakthrough because um, I'd been working on taking at least two days off during the week, which some people it's like, wow, you can't even take two days. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like every single day running and yoga, right? Mm-hmm. So Um, It's funny how life kind of like throws something at you, but so I went to Florida to meet my boyfriend's family and initially like he does yoga too. And so I was like, oh, fine. It'll be great. Like I'm sure I'll be able to run on the beach and we'll do yoga and it'll all be fine. Right. We get there. I didn't like, we didn't do a workout all four or five days. And I remember the last day I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't moved. And then it was so cool because then when I, I I got back to Houston and I realized, I was like, but I did move. Like, just because I didn't sweat, like, I still moved. I still did things. Like, we did so much and I spent so much time with his family instead of being out doing other things. Mm-hmm. And I was fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so. And then you came back and got your time here to move or yeah. run. Yeah, I um, I think that's coming back to why like with my fried fish and my grilled fish or with um, things on vacation, what we tend to do when we are fixated on controlling food or controlling exercises generally done in isolation. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about this before and it's done like for you, if you had chosen that you would have isolated yourself from the family yeah. Yeah. And taking all that time to be away from them. And for me in the moment with, you know, my dinner example, with that food, I'd isolated myself as the one who wasn't going to partake and wasn't going to be there. And that's not always, like we said before, it's not always a bad thing. And it's knowing in the moment, it's like in like your leadership, chart, like it's an order of priority. What is the priority right here? And for you in that moment's family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what was needed to come first. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, okay, it's four days and then day five, I'm back and I can right. run again. It doesn't my mean my body rain. needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's absolutely. That's so mm-hmm. good. Being aware. Mm-hmm. Being really aware. Yes. 
And I will say that the more I get, like the further I get in recovery, the deeper my connections get with other people. Mm. Cause my eating disorder was such a wall and yes. I never realized it, but I mean, I knew that I was very sick, like very secluded. Like I always isolated myself and I would never go out to dinner with friends or I would never, you know, I would skip out on a happy hour to go for a run. And it's like, now it's just, yeah, seeing the priority, seeing what I really want in my life and really valuing relationships mm, that's versus just, so good. yeah. Yeah, it's like valuing relationships and finding balance. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We're Me so too. proud of you. We are so proud. Of Thank you. you. This Thank has you been so an honor. Much for coming on, for sharing boldly, mm-hmm. for living big, mm-hmm. for choosing to stay committed to the work for yourself. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, love your belly was maybe a trigger to keep you going, but it was you who ultimately made the decision to seek out help mm-hmm. and to say, you know what, enough's enough. And I'm, I'm, I am choosing to run my life as opposed to my eating disorder doing it. Yeah. And, um, that is a brave and powerful message and a really inspiring, mm-hmm. a really inspiring one. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you yes. for being here and for you sharing. You inspired us. We're so mm-hmm. grateful. Mm-hmm. And we can't, Wait to continue. Love your belly. Continue. She inspires. Keep going. This is just a constant reminder that we have to keep doing this. This work is important. It is important. It is. So come and find us on Instagram at love your belly movement. Mm -hmm. Look out. We'll have a a second, a next, what is it? A second, a fifth or fifth podcast Mm -hmm. out soon. Hopefully in the next couple weeks, we'll get that out for you guys. So that'll be out and um, published on iTunes. So Mm -hmm. look for Mm she.inspires on iTunes and look out for us. We have some fun things coming our way. Yes. And connect with us. Reach Mm -hmm. out. We'd love to hear from you and hear your story. And thank you for listening. Yes. We love you guys so much. We love you.